start off like we usually do with our theme song so please i need everyone to clear your throats <coughs> and let's yes. get come on jasmine <laughs> and so the song goes a little like this real is real is real is yeah Ooh, real is real is real is yeah what real is real is real is And you're watching The Awkward Adventures of Church Girls. Welcome back to episode five of Rianda's hosted by myself, Kim and Gloria. So uh, it's looking a little different. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure, you know, like what's happening. It's not just really We hear deep voices on the podcast. So we have our friends with us here today. You got Emmanuel mm-hmm. and Livy. So they're going to be joining us in today's episode. Um, so, okay, before we get there. So uh, we're going to do our song of the week. So they're just going to, you know, being in the space and stuff. So we're going to do our song of the week like we always do. And you're going to find it on our VNLIS playlist on Spotify soon. So I'm going to play the song. So this week's topic is about relationships, you know, love stuff, boys. Dating. Dating. <laughs> on, on the episode today. Uh, so we're gonna play a song. It's by Xavier Omar and it's called Blind Man. And I really love the song because um, Xavier is a Christian and he made the song because he was like, oh, there's not a lot of like Christian love songs out mm-hmm. there. And so he decided to make one. And so we have Blind Man. So here we go. Uh, oops. Some guys here, so the mm-hmm. conversation is balanced, you know, 
They don't need to be like me old fashioned and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you guys to introduce themselves. I don't know what to go first. And if, in case you're like watching me, you're like, wait, what's happening? They look, they look alike. Just a little a lot. bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, they look you know, just a little bit. They're actually twins. So you were not confused. They, they are. <laughs> <laughs> They're brothers. <laughs> so uh, who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Well, I am Levy, 25 years old, and I'll hand it off to him. And I'm Emmanuel, 25 years old as well. Oh my gosh, you guys are the same age. <laughs> <laughs> what are your relations? Um, okay, so they both 25 and they actually have a podcast that's going to be coming out soon. It's called Shine A Light Podcast, um, hosted by Libby and Emmanuel. So you guys should check that out. We will post yeah. about it on the and Liz's um, Instagram page. Do you guys have an Instagram page? No, not yet. Like but it's going to be Shine A Light. So uh, we'll also put their uh, personal socials in the description link below if you're watching on YouTube. So you can go follow them and make sure to stay tuned because they have some out there because you want them to come back to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you guys <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Are you, are, you, are you taking DM applications? No. No? <laughs> if it comes in comes. Right no, okay, right so, so if uh, anyone's trying to slide in, to the DMs, they're not taking right now. But if you speak to me nicely, <laughs> I could organize. We can finesse. We can, we can make you can maybe have an interview. <laughs> an interview. We will, yeah, exactly. We'll do like some interviews or we'll, like assist yeah, for you guys. I'll let you guys do the filtering. Yeah, we'll do yeah, the filtering for you. All right, awesome. Okay, cool. So, um, I guess, hmm, where do we start? Um, okay, so I'll kind of talk about how this topic kind of got brought up and why we want to bring the boys on. So, a couple weeks ago at our young adult. Um, service, our um, head pastors, um, Pastor Kingsley and Pastor Rita, hey. they um, came and they spoke about dating. Oh my gosh, that's a dreadful topic. Um, <laughs> and honestly, going into it, I was like, okay, this is probably going to be like any other one. The usual, you know, wait till marriage, you know, a guy meets a girl, etc, etc. Yeah. But they dropped some gems. Like, I was so blown away because it was real insight into how dating is and even like because dating is leading up to marriage, right? Oh, and okay. how... But how just like the process of dating and like finding your mate, like obviously, you know, I want someone who's following, you know, but sometimes... <laughs> wow! <laughs> it's okay, that's, that's your truth. Tell your truth. Like, we'll see. But sometimes, you know, like there's other aspects and other characteristics that per, like oversee, you know, someone just being fun. Like that can't be the only quality that, you know, you're with them for. Yeah, that's true. That's right. So, so how did you guys feel about the sermon? It was good. I found it really interesting and, and insightful too. So I enjoyed it. That was kind of brief. We'll get more into it, but yeah. like just for now, like it, it was really good. Very insightful. Well, I showed up a little late because I was at work, but like the bit that I got out of it, when I said, once I got there and the, the recording that you sent me, like I was listening to it last night and I was just like, well, before I fell asleep. <laughs> I was just like, like, he's really dropping gems and like all of the things that he said and that Pastor Rita said were just literally like right on point to the dot and biblically sound. That's what yeah. I thought yeah. about it. I think, I, go ahead, go ahead, I talk to you, go. Oh, okay. I think I was just gonna say, like, the one thing that stood out for me was the example he gave on, like, 
when you're picking a partner, it's important to not look at like outward things. And I think a lot of people do that. I know in my early twenties, I was like, he has to be tall and dark and beard, and he must have a specific job. And then it, and I was very like, it has to. If he doesn't look like this. I don't want to speak to you. Don't even look in my direction. <laughs> and I think sometimes we block someone who God would have actually sent for us because we're looking for a specific type. Mm-hmm. Like in my head, like I'm still like, but God, if you, <laughs> you want to do that, it's okay. But like, I'm not crazy. Like, I won't be like, oh no, you're not. You don't look like the one that I wrote down on my list. Yeah. Um, but you gave an example of how like you will have someone who's a six out of 10 and then someone else who's like a 9 out of 10 and usually you, you gravitate to the 9 out of 10 right because mm-hmm. they look better they maybe speak better they might have a better job have it all together. together and then but they probably have like just a poor personality and they're not trying to improve and work on themselves because they're perfect yeah. and then you have the 6 out of 10 who's like well I'm a 6 out of 10 but I'm willing to put in the work like I will get a makeover and like dress better and eat healthier and exercise and um, go back to school and like get a better job so he was talking about how we should look for someone who's moldable right he's a trans he's a transformable yeah transformable moldable teachable, teachable also teachable yeah so like looking for someone who is that kind of person who's willing mm-hmm. to change so what are some of the things that you guys like have noticed in like the people that you're attracted to do you are you attracted to the transformable person or are you more likely like leaning towards the i feel like for, the for, nine out of ten <laughs> <laughs> for, for a while for me i was more attracted to like the nine out of ten but then once you start actually talking to them you start noticing like their personality and stuff and it's really ugly you're like uh maybe i'll go towards the you know six out of ten. You never want to call someone a six out of ten though. Yeah, not, like I don't just for the yeah. sake of the, the, the conversation. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's more my take. Yeah, for me, it's the same thing. Because honestly, because I've went like both directions, right? Like I've like met girls who like I find like nine out of ten. And I'm just like, like wow, and then I get to to get to know them, and then you're just like, she's just a little too full of herself. Yeah, and I, I, don't know, I don't know if it's the same thing for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think for me, this this the sermon snatched my edges. Like I was, at the end, I was like, "Go past Like I don't understand. But no, honestly, I think for me, I had this idea of like a nine out of ten. Like this is because I was just like, no, like this is what it is. If like God wants, you know, like if He knows the desires of my heart, then this should be fine but I wasn't aligning my <laughs> desires with his desires. So, yeah. was, you know, um, so I gravitated towards the Madison because it was just like more, it was honestly, it's just more attractive. Like in the sense that, you know, when someone, you see them on their grind, when they look in beard, when the beard is full, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, ah. <laughs> but then like the six out of 10 and also what he also said that I was just so true is that the nine out of ten most of the time they're the ones that are usually stuck in their ways that don't see a point in growing don't see yeah. a point in like evolving like i could do better but like i find that six out of tens like they'll ride for you like they're the ones that are loyal that are just like i right, this is yeah. what you need i got this and after that i was like okay lord um six out of ten is my it's just yeah. i remember when i was like 21 
and then they met this guy who was a definite nine out of ten. He was close to a ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> and like even my guy friends were like, "That's a good-looking guy. <laughs> like he was that good-looking." But then once I started to get to know him and like speak to him, I was like, "He's a little shallow. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is what is this conversation? What's happening, sir?" And he was very shallow, very full of himself, and he knew like. He was good looking. He knew that girls liked him, mm-hmm. and then probably like a year later, I got him over it, and he was speaking, and I was like, "Did you always sound like this?" And my friends were like, "Yes." <laughs> like you were so blinded by their looks that you weren't able to see what kind of person they were. And I think that happens a lot of times. We we meet people, and like we're blinded by the outward appearance, and it's very hard to kind of see, um, like who they really are. And then you end up dating them, and then you're like, "Oh man." No, I was gonna say like that happens like that like you said it happens quite a bit because you like you see the outward appearance and like you let it blind you until like eventually you're just like once you get to know them you're just like I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like that, I don't like that. And then you just use that to kind of like get yourself out of it. Yeah. And you start asking yourself like why am I with that person? Yeah, but then I think the the beautiful thing about like the six out of ten y'all right hard out there um, is that like over time, like you really see their beauty. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like over time, you're just like just look at them, you're just like you know, kind of really like you, you know? And yeah, I that's not as yet to happen. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We'll see. <laughs> I think it takes time. Like it's a yeah. process. Like definitely, like in my early twenties, I was looking for a 9 out of 10 but now I think I'm more attracted to like kindness mm-hmm. and oh I like the way he worships God and serves in the house of God like stuff like that for me is more attractive than how you look on yeah. the outside because like outward appearances like I'm listening to Gloria I'm like okay like if he doesn't dress nice you can dress him up if you know he doesn't have a beard he can grow one he doesn't have a car I don't know he can buy <laughs> But like I'm not like like looking at things that are not important. Like if you you can see that this person is making an effort to improve their life, they're yeah. like in school, they're starting a business, they're doing something. I think that for me is more attractive than a person who's just like I've made it here I am. And I think also like for me, what could have like blocked like my blessing or like god who god had intended for me is because um at one point like i love black love right but i was so fixated on just having a black man when like god created all races he created all people you know even though in my heart of heart you know i want what i want but <laughs> like it, that that like it opened my eyes to like be more accepting to like you know just in case. I feel like you're coming to me. No, but seriously, because what if, like, the man that, or the woman that God has for you is a different race? It's exactly, and it, it is it is a big thing because, like, culture obviously comes to play in it, and, you know, language barriers, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, like, it's just like, what are you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What do you guys think about it? Like, does she have, like, do you, like, I used to be, like, I black love, like black. That's just that's just what I want. Preferably like African appearing. 
That was just me. <laughs> <laughs> that was just me. Um, For me, it's I have my preferences, yeah. but I'm open to okay. anything. It's like as long as we share the same core values, yeah. we are into the same things, then it doesn't yeah. really matter the truth you are. Yeah, at some yeah. point I was just like, just wondering and wondering so And yeah, then like, but at the same time like over time i just kind of realized okay like like you said like i might be like blocking out like a blessing from god like you never know like what ethnicity you're you know your wife yeah. or husband is going to be right so you don't want to block that out because you never know but what was the specific reason that you were like just white girls i was just in a white town Okay. Yeah. Look well into stuff. That's pretty fair. Yeah. 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 I think one uh, thing that, like, because as we're talking about it, as our pastor was talking about it, um, Pastor Rita mentioned something, um, like, like kind of going on the topic of character, and she said that you want to find someone who will be your prayer partner and not just a prayer point. Oh, that was not so pause. Good. Say it again. Because I was like, I don't think you heard me. You know, you want to get up and just start running. <laughs> just start running. I saw her. She was like, "Oh, yeah, right." Um, if I had a wig, oh. <laughs> but no. Okay, so she said, <clears throat> "Can you hear me?" She said, "You want to find someone who will be your prayer partner and not just a prayer point." Wow. Bars. Drops mic. And that was just like. Dang, like how many times like do we pray for a prayer partner? You know what I mean? Like oftentimes like as as now we're praying for, you know, our future husbands, our future wives, like they're our, our prayer point right now. But once they come, like yeah. you don't want to constantly have to be like, okay, God, like he acted right. Come on, just just you know, <laughs> you, you want him to be there with you in your prayer room, battling, you know. So Yeah. So like on that, like okay, like what are three things that your partner must have, like that would make them not a prayer point. Like, if you have those things, you're like, I think we're good. Well, for one, she's got to be like a woman of faith, right? Yeah. So she's got to be able to pray with you. Um, two, let me think about it, I'll get back to <laughs> <laughs> So the same thing that you mentioned, uh, prayer of faith, and then um, also, I mean, I, I like being active, so like, probably somebody that's probably active as well. And, uh, Thing. Honestly, just good character. Man. Yeah, just yeah. Your, char- your character is just a huge thing. Yeah, because you can have a nasty character and just be good looking. Like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go on a date and then you treat the waiter wrong. Like, Ooh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's yeah. a big no no for me. Yeah, work. Uh, okay, I'm man of God. You know, has an active relationship with Christ. Active. Um, second, um, someone who's kind. Um, I think for like my parents, like my dad, he's just like a very kind man. Yeah. Like he's so welcoming and he like treats everyone with love. Like and it's just like, <clears throat> sorry, that for me is really like I want someone who's kind, not only with me, but like with anyone that they meet. Yeah. Like kindness is very big for me. Um, and also like ambition, someone who sees theirself themselves going somewhere, who has a passion and a desire, mm-hmm. not only for the things of God, but also for his career and his ministry. Yeah, I think similar to where like kindness for me is a big thing. Like, if you're not kind, I just don't know if you can have a conversation. And I think it's also like things from my dad. Like, he's 
the kindest man I know. Like mm-hmm. my dad is literally like everyone's dad. So yeah. he's that's how kind he is. Like he just has that kind of heart. And so kindness for sure for me. And then like a sense of humor. Because I like to laugh and so if you have zero sense of humor, like we're not having a conversation. Oh. And like my family's that way too, like they enjoy laughing. So if you're gonna be part of my family, like you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Like or you'll cry the whole time because you'd be like, you're making fun of me. <laughs> and I think that's important. And then obviously like they have to, like you're saying, an active relationship with God, like are they actually praying on the daily? So like going to church is cool, but like when tough times hit, like what's your first response? Are you yeah. like on your knees and praying or you're like trying to find other solutions outside of um <laughs> if you guys know me in real life, anytime I want to talk, I always raise my hand. Sure. <laughs> no, I'm gonna finish your point though. I'll just to let you know. I can't remember what I was gonna Also, I'm gonna add a fourth one to mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, someone who is teachable. Yeah. Because I feel like if someone like, obviously when you're getting to know someone, there's gonna have to be compromises. You gotta have to be, you know, difficult conversations. So I feel like if you have someone that's more like open-minded and willing to learn. <clears throat> like willing to learn like how you are or sometimes like in a, like a situation that might be unfamiliar to them then it really benefits rather than someone who's always closed-minded and like no this is what it is don't talk to me any other way you know what i mean so yeah well, to add to that i also want to add like um i also want like somebody that's trustworthy or like mm-hmm. that that can trust me being around other people, like other females or like that. That was something, yeah. that was a big issue. The so, someone might say, what are you doing around other females? So I have a question. Yeah. Okay, so are, so let's say you, you guys have a girl, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you have a girl best friend. How does that work? Do you, would you? have <laughs> <laughs> a girl best friend? Yeah, I, okay, that, that from this point, I'm not speaking from experience. <laughs> okay, so I have, a female best friend, Julia. Shout out Julia. And so yeah, a couple years ago when I was like dating my ex-girlfriend, that that it came to that point where I had to be like, okay, like I have a girl best friend. And like if that's a problem with her, like for me, I'm just like, okay, like that's your problem. Like, you have to find a way to kind of get around that. Obviously, that was not the right approach. But we kind of like made some compromises and whatnot. Like we're still like we were still friends. We were still great friends. She came down to visit. Like they would go on FaceTime with each other sometimes. Like text each other, right? So it's just kind of like how do you approach that? How do you approach that situation? And how do you all come to like a mutual understanding? And for me, like I had strict rules. Like don't call me after ten thirty. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I had like, a big lifestyle, right? So, like, but some like some people might say like, oh, you're putting that person in a box. Like, why do you have all these rules? And it's not so much for like them, but it's more for yourself. Yeah, you know? that's good. Um, so we're talking about like the stuff that we're looking for in apartments. But Andy Stanley, um, he's a pastor, and he said he's got this book um, called the New Rules for Love, Sex, and Dating. I said that right but anyway in the book he says are you the person that you're looking for is looking for so all these things that you've mentioned that they should be kind they should have they should be trustworthy they should trust you are you that person right now like in real life is that who you are or are you just looking for something that you you yourself are not person to believe? i think i'm not a person okay how do you guys feel about that like do you uh, like so do you like 
like for as women, you, as women, do you feel like you're that person that you're looking for into like a man? Uh, or do you still you know does God still need to work some stuff out? <laughs> <laughs> I think God's always working some stuff out. Um, I think. I'm the, I'm the, I'm just the type of person like I'm never satisfied. Like I feel like there's there could always like I could always be better and yeah. I could always improve. True. But okay, so what did I say? An active relationship with Christ. I feel like I have that. You know, you know, there's always you know. Yeah. I feel like I have that one. Um, the second one is kindness. Now I think I'm nice, but sometimes I don't. So I feel like I can work on that better. Just like <laughs> sometimes like <laughs> delivery and how I um, choose to like say my words yeah. to other people. Um, not, I'm not mean though. Like I'm not. I'm, am I? No, you didn't. <laughs> okay. no, nobody defended me, so I'm. Just, okay, so I'm, I'm not mean. No, you're um, not. Mean. You're not mean. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and when I say kindness, oh, um, I feel like ambition is where I lack a little bit. Like I have um, a goal. Yeah. But like it takes me a while to like get up and running towards that goal. Um, but yeah, but I feel like for. For a while, for a long time in the in the dating realm, like I felt like I wasn't what a guy was looking for because of like, um, wow, oh my gosh, you know when you like you don't want to say something like, oh, like this is how I used to think, right? I used to I used to be like, okay, maybe if I just lost like 15, 20 pounds, then you know, like I would be what a guy wanted. And I think that's very real for women. Like, we always are always like, oh, because what if I had a bigger butt? What if I had fuller lips? Then maybe he'll like me, et cetera, et cetera. So like, yeah. it goes back to that. It's not just like the characteristics, because honestly, like everyone looks like with their eyes, right? So you want to be able to grasp someone's attention and then like pray and hope that your personality keeps them there. So that for me was an issue for a while. Uh, I feel like women are always more conscious about their appearance more yeah. than what guys perceive them as. You know what I mean? Like women, like I've run into women where they're like, even for example, like, oh, I can't, I don't like going to the gym because I feel like guys are always staring at me. I go to the gym, I not one time do I start a woman and be like, no, like I'm in the gym, like literally like, most men that go to the gym look at themselves. You know, so. But like, okay, maybe you're like a great type of guy. Cause like, <laughs> most girls' experiences just being around guys is usually very uncomfortable. Yeah. And so, when you've had that experience, you can just like assume like every guy's gonna be that right. way. Yeah. Like I've been on like on the TV sets and like the guys are like whistling and like making like remarks yeah like comments that they shouldn't be making and yeah. just like okay i'll never wear skirts to sit again i'm just gonna wear straight pants because these are righteous yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so i think maybe that's where that comes yeah, from yeah most likely yeah. Yeah. yeah i think also women have just always been overly sexualized like i remember i went to new york right with my Black friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep. and i went to new york me and my friends were walking down like the street and then this guy, I swear he was homeless. Like he was like, he's like, yo, he's like, your your derriere is so big. <laughs> the world could hit sit on it. I was like, who like, says that? And like as as a woman, like like I feel like sometimes guys be like, oh what, just say thank you. But to me, like now I'm overanalyzing everything. I'm just like whatever. And then like sometimes I feel like women can equate a guy not liking them to how they look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's true. So, 
But even how, like, if a guy tries to holler, like, they don't do that here in Canada, which is kind of refreshing. <laughs> because I was like, oh, I'm not getting cat cold. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like in other places, like guys will be like making comments to you more than being like, but you're ugly anyway. And you're like, sir, you just said. <laughs> you literally just said. But it's like that kind of stuff scares you because you also don't know how like um, these men will respond or like what their reaction will be to you kind of saying no to them. Yeah. But yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, so we're coming to the end of our 30 minutes with show. Um, so. We're gonna end this episode here and then we'll have a part two. So the twins will still be here to, to discuss some more. So, um, so going out, we're just gonna do our um, theme song, and on the part two is when we'll say, or How Christian Are We? Oh, so you know how Christian are you this week? I want to do how Christian you are this week. I got one. Okay, no can. No can. I'm gonna say something. All right, you gotta ask me, guys. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Kim. Wait, actually, I think Libby, you should uh, do the honors. Okay. <laughs> How Christian are you? Alright, so I'm so Christian. I've uh, said to guys mm. that the Holy Spirit said no as a way to curb it. <laughs> so I would say stuff like, I just feel like in my spirit, this is not going to work out. I've been praying. <laughs> I just feel like. So you were praying before they even asked. <laughs> yeah, before, before they even walked over. I was like, that's a no. <laughs> so y'all listening and watching, listen, don't listen. We've all done it, please. <laughs> let's not act like we haven't. We've all that one person. So just. In your car, in your living room, if you're in your bedroom, just put your hand up and say, "Me too." I have, I have been a victim. So, because um, sometimes you just don't want to waste other people's time, right? Yeah, so it's like just, it's a nice way. Yeah, vaccine is like a, it's like effort. You know, there's a lot of things. I just don't want you to like even try. <laughs> don't try. Like, don't, don't try. Even, it's not even. It's not even go there. It's not gonna happen. Um, so the answer is just to say no. <laughs> I'm not trying to get to know you. You can't be friends now. That's not cold. <laughs> <laughs> and then probably, yeah, get some cold. So, so if you want to hear the rest of us do our How Christian Aries, make sure to tune in to next week on our part two of this episode. So, um, you guys know how we exit this podcast. So we'll do it like we always do. Everybody, please clear your throats. <clears throat> oh, wait, wait. So we have our, our famous pink drinks. Oh, yeah. Our famous pink lemonade. So before we, uh, this is what I do. Oh, do it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, all right. That's really good. Oh. That's good. It hits the back of the throat. All right, so everyone together in unison, three-part harmonies. Wait, what? <laughs> what? You got confused. Oh, wait, before we, before we, sing, we sing our theme song again, right? So, Libby, what did you think we were saying before? Because Libby had his own theme song. I just thought it was real is, real is, real is, yeah. That's not, just three words, real is, yeah. That's what I thought. And then wow. Jasmine thought we were Who's saying. Who's here? <laughs> Incredible production. Every week. He's been here since day one. <laughs> Thought we were saying real is. Real is. She's just real is. Jasmine, explain yourself. 
she was singing real is, real is, real is. Just more like this, though. <laughs> but anyway, we, we forgive you guys because we love you. Yeah. So for you those at home, for those at home who don't know what we're saying, we are saying Rhea and Liz. Rhea and Liz. Just spell us. But yeah, it was like, okay. So it goes a little like this. You heard my country accent? I hear <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, right? Okay. Rhea and Liz, Rhea and Liz, Rhea and Liz, yeah. Rhea and Liz, Rhea and Liz, Rhea and Liz, yeah. Rhea and Liz, Rhea and Liz, Rhea and Liz, Slow it down. Rhea and Liz, Rhea and Liz, Rhea and Liz, yeah. And you're watching the Awkward Adventures of Church Girls. Bye. Bye.